Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Actually, I'm going to start differently. Do you mind if I start out Byzantine style? Catholic Stuff. Well, yeah. Glory to Jesus Christ. That's right. This is Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Father Michael O'Loughlin, Father Nathan Goebel. Slava Jesus. Slava Jesus Christu. What a... You say Slava Nabiki. Slava Nabiki. There you go. What a... What, is that how they start? That's how you greet people. Oh, you know, really? On the street, in person, oh, okay. yeah. If, like, if you're writing a letter, glory to Jesus Christ, and then the person responds, glory forever on the top of theirs. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a beautiful tradition. Wait, I, you're supposed to write on the top of your letter? So, yeah, you write... When you write back. Right, when you write back, you write glory forever. So like we do that with emails. If I'm emailing a Byzantine Catholic, I'll say, glory to Jesus Christ, dear Robert, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, the, when his response, I'll put glory forever, dear Father Michael, blah, 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 et cetera. So they're the original R-E colon reply. Yes, yes, exactly. But like, what if they want to start a new email to you? Then they would say, yeah. glory to Jesus Christ. I don't think that's in our catechism anywhere worth it. How, how do you know if you're <laughs> responding or if you're just like, you know? So if if I look and saw that the person didn't say anything, or if they said glory forever, I will respond. I'll say glory to Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's one of our many greetings. What if it's a group text? Does everybody say glory forever? I would say yes. If you're responding for the first time, say glory forever. Okay. But texts are kind of ongoing conversations, so a little bit different than emails in my mind. Well, I mean, a, a group email. Yeah. You know? What would glory... G T J C. I'm gonna start my text. You got a new bracelet. Added. There you go. Yeah. You got a new bracelet. WWJD. Bracelet in the way of Gl- doing our G T G A C. One of our famed companions texts, <laughs> <laughs> where we just make fun of each other. And what did you say one time? You turned your phone back on. After, no, no, no. You you had it in your pocket, which was like ringing. Oh yeah. Off the chain, and all of a sudden you pulled it out after we're singing that somebody had an emergency. It was just all of us making fun of each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, because I my phone doesn't since it's a Droid and not an iPhone. Like it, sometimes it doesn't receive those texts in the same way that other people's does. Right. So then when I turn on my mobile data, like the four G, that's when it actually downloads. I so like I had turned it on and then put it back in my pocket, and then all of a sudden it was just like and it went on for like two minutes. I was like, I think Larkin got ran over or something. So and it was just all of us doing companions banter. Pretty much. Pretty much. Sending funny pictures and such. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're missing out, folks. Yeah. You're missing out. So I, I won't name any names, but so I sent a text because I, I was doing a Roman wedding of a Catholic and a non-Catholic, and this is new to me. So I sent out a text to all you guys saying, what do I do? Like, how do I start the wedding if it's not a mass? Right. And you guys sent me very good information. Then one of us <laughs> texts back. And if the couple wants to know how to do a unity candle, I will tell them where they can stick it. <laughs> I thought that was so good. Okay, just we, we should do a we should do a podcast someday on the unity candle. Um, but I I don't really want to do a one on the unity candle, so I'm just gonna let the cat out of the bag. Do you know where the unity candle comes from? I don't really. Yeah. Um, it was a prop. On, I believe, Days of Our Lives or As the World Turns. Oh, my gosh. So two of the people were getting married, and two of the people were getting married, and then they they developed this ceremony for the show where you would have two candles symbolizing the mothers and, like, the families that they come from, and the mothers come in and light it. 
light okay. the candle. Then when the two of them are actually married and become one, then they light they light together one larger candle. Mm. And then they blow out the other ones. Okay. But like the symbolism is so bad because like it's like, oh, my connection with my family is severed. My personality, who I am, is now lost. It's like, mm. no, it's that's weird. And then it's everybody wants to do the unity candle. It's like this is from this is from days of our lives. Yeah, you know, I I understand the the desire for symbolism. I mean, I, that's what that's what we Byzantines do so well. No offense, but like I like no <laughs> uh, a lot of symbolism. So I like I like the understanding of we need to involve symbolism in our rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I, I think anything like that new things that is invented is kind of a a rejection of the the already present symbols and how meaningful they are. I mean, like the symbolism of the rings. The yeah. symbols, the vows, the procession. I mean, all these things are so incredibly symbolic. I think we just need to inform people more about those and they won't go looking for other symbols to add to yeah. an already existing beautiful liturgy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Extraneous excretions. What are they called? Accretions of the Roman. <laughs> I think excretions is funnier. Accretions, <laughs> not excretions. <laughs> that's, where the, that's where the uni candle comes from. All right, so... Um, I just want to share with everyone uh, the, the 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 podcast that we're doing uh, today is uh, on guardian angels. I mean, I guess you know that because you clicked on it. Um, but uh, the I have just been really amazed that there is just a lot about the church. Not only that, I think that I've thought through, and it's like, oh yeah, I've plumbed the depths of that. You know, like I I know what it means to have a guardian angel. I know what it means that the Eucharist is the body of Christ. Whatever. Um, and the other day, I had one of these moments. Um, so I figured I I would do a podcast on it, and and so it's coming from from this uh, passage um, from Matthew and. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew eighteen ten, um, where is it? Well, whatever eighteen ten. We'll just skip right to that. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. These little ones, their angels in heaven, continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven, and. I, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I get it. Everybody has their own angel. And that's nice. It's like Hallmark, you know, mm-hmm. like um, we all have somebody who's charged with kind of taking care of us when our mom and dad aren't around. You know, our own personal crossing guard, our own personal <laughs> lifeguard, whatever it may be. Um, but then when you actually start thinking about it, it's like, okay. Um, and this is the the personal revelation that I received kind of just eating my Captain Crunch the other day. I was just like totally zoned out and I was thinking about the guardian angels and I said to myself, everybody has their own guardian angel. That's cool. Okay, how many people are there on the earth right now? Five billion? Billions. Yeah, Yeah, five billion, six, whatever. Every single person that's ever been born Mm. has received an angel. And like, I don't believe that it's just people who are baptized have a guardian angel. Mm. Every single person that has ever been, and even children who never come out of the womb, even children who are miscarried, every soul has a guardian angel. Mm. Okay? 
How many angels do you think there are in heaven? That's a question. Yeah. Because, it, it, yeah, that's even a question of the number because heaven's outside of space and time in a sense. But but you're right. There is more than we can even fathom. Yeah. I was just like, because in, uh, in the Byzantine liturgy, and we were talking about this. Well, you heard it on the last podcast, but it was also inspired, I think, because we were, we, I can celebrated the divine liturgy with Father Michael last week. And there's that line in there about the, even now around us, there are, um, many hosts of angels, yeah. myriads, thousands upon thousands, thousands. of archangels, tens yeah. of thousands yeah. of angels, yeah. seraphim, seraphim, yeah. And then uh, he's being modest right now, but then he's got he's to gotta do this really sweet thing where he takes this, like, um, gold stand, and he's got to, like, ting it against the, against the patent, yeah. you know? And so, like, I'm, like, watching him all excited, and, like, he, like, does the first one, and he doesn't get, like, a good ting, you know? <laughs> so the second one, he really snaps it. So that's a good ting. And it's funny because the Romans do the same thing with the, with the oh, what's it called? The censor? Yeah, the, the, the it's incense. You guys can't see Father Nathan waving his arm <laughs> wildly looking like a censor. Yeah. Like, I got it. <laughs> but it's like I was incensing the cremains of this person the other day at a mass, um, and... Uh, the first one that I did, it didn't swing back far enough to get the ting, oh. and I was just like, "Oh man, this is why we need bells," you know. <laughs> so like, you're never, Amen. you're never Amen. worried about you know, you know, whether or not like you're actually getting a good ting there. But right. so then, in the course of that, you know, ritual action, you're saying like, all around us at this liturgy, there are thousands upon thousands, and it's like, okay, yeah. you know, thousands upon thousands. Okay, there's thousands upon thousands of people at a Taylor Swift concert, okay? <laughs> but there true. are more people, there are more, I shouldn't say people, there are more, can you say persons? Are they, they're persons, right? Uh, I don't want to be a heretic, but I, I think so, yes. Creatures. Yes, they are creatures. But, they, but they're rational. They're persons. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, see, we had to think that through, folks. And they, they are independent of each other, so I think yes. they are persons, yeah. Yeah, and, and so every single angel... um is charged with one person. Now, I don't know this, and I looked in the catechism, I looked in uh, Ludwig Ott, and I checked you know, the, the recent talk that the Pope gave about guardian angels, mm. if you haven't seen it, it's on his homily. Um, it doesn't say that God recycles them, you know? Okay. So, like, say there are, say there's five billion angels, right? and there's five billion people on the earth right now, and then when all of those people die, what do the angels do? You know, they keep their angel. Do they keep their angel? Does that angel get reassigned? You know? Right. A- FYI, if anybody was thinking about doing a children's book, like, you know, you want to mention Catholic stuff podcast <laughs> in your children's book. But I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be nice if you had, like, a children's book about a person... Uh, an angel who was waiting for oh. the person that he was going to uh, that he was going to take care of, and his parents had already had one, that person, but then angels don't have parents. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you'd make it nice. That you'd make it cool. nice. Make it nice. And also, if 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 you uh, look at the tray, 
if you do quote Catholic stuff, you got to do a little animated version of us. That'd be pretty funny. That's right. I love to see an animated version of me. Yeah, and Father Michael needs to have hair in that one. <laughs> Add hair, please. Add hair, please. <laughs> and then make my head smaller. Yeah, my give, legs, give not me twigs. A, give me a beard. I happen <laughs> a to, full beard. I happen to have lost mine. So, um, so then I was like, I was thinking about this, and then I just said to myself, "Holy cats, heaven is huge." It's huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'd always thought, like, you know, it's pretty big, you know, like, because you think of the sky, it's like, okay, it's it's as big as the sky. Hmm. But then if you think of galaxies, you know, and all of the people that, you know, have ever lived in the course of human history, and then every single one of their angels. Now, angels don't take up space. Correct. So technically, like they could just be around, whatever. But you're trying to figure out how many there are, and that's how we envision it is is through quantity. Yeah. So yes, it's, yeah. that's fine to imagine it that way. Yeah. So then it's like heaven must. Well, I guess it's then I can't think of it spatially if they don't their spirits. Then it must must be dense. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know. I, I I think if we're trying to, I mean that, that's the way we use those terms. Thousands of archangels, tens of thousands of angels. I mean, back when these liturgies were written, when the business was written, John Chrysostom, I don't know if he wrote that part, but anyway, I, yeah, he did. That's the anaphora. So anyway, he, uh, you know, there's nothing, he probably saw tens of thousands of people as much bigger than his area of influence, yeah. you know, in a way. So now we could say billions upon billions, and we still mean it. it it's literally more than we can imagine, like sands on the seashore type stuff. But even still, like, we can't even... We can't even count that. I mean, you could say billions upon billions, but then there's even something bigger than a billion. Eye is not seen, ear is not heard. Yeah. As St. Paul says. So, I mean, you heard the passage, you heard the passage from scripture. Now we're going to go, now we're going to go to a little traditio. Um, ah, I lost my page. Um, You don't have the catechism memorized, Father Nathan? Just in case you wanted a thousand note from Soviet, Soviet Union. No, I keeping his place in the holy catechism. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I lost it. I don't know how that happened. Oh, we've known you lost it for a while now, but what else are you talking Somehow about? Somehow I lost my page oh. with the I actually found it in the catechism without even like knowing where it was. And it wasn't like I just flipped open to it. I said, This is the part of the creed that I think it would be in. Oh, um, so I believe in God the Father, the mighty creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ. So it's got to be before Jesus, but after, you know, whatever. Let me ask Siri. No, no, I haven't. Siri, what is Father Nathan looking for? Here's what I found on the web for Fontanita looking for. <laughs> Fontanita. <laughs> Fontanita. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. Okay, here we go. All right. So, uh, in the section of the catechism, it's on the part of, I believe in God the Father, creator of heaven and earth. So, it's on the part on heaven and earth, um, but before, of all things, visible and invisible. Because, you know, obviously, they're invisible. They're, they're invisible. So, um, this catechism 336. From its beginning until death, human life is surrounded by their watchful care and intercession. Meaning the angels. Their watchful care and intercession. The angels. Beside each believer already stands an angel as protector and shepherd, leading him to life. Um, And that's from St. Basil. Um, Already here on earth, the Christian life shares by faith in the blessed company of angels 
and men united in God. So, I mean, that's the old, in the, in in part, like, there's the section's much longer about angels, but we're only talking about guardian angels here. Mm-hmm. So the guardian angels in particular are the ones who are assigned to a person, like a human person, to, as it said, guard and intercede. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that's part of what, um, we kind of see them as mostly the the guardianship. We look at that. It's like, oh well, that's nice. You know, they they're kind of keeping me safe as I cross the street or whatever else. Um, and even, but Jesus, when he talks about it, like I said in that scripture passage, it says, "Do that. See that you do not despise these little ones, because their angels are continually looking upon the face of my heavenly Father. Hmm. Why aren't they watching the road? Right." You know, like there could be a Sharknado coming up. Like, could you keep an eye out for that? Um, so I think that's the intercessory role yeah. um, of the angels. But it's like, it's amazing to think about. It's like, what are they doing all the time? Yeah. You know? They're bored out of their mind with me. You should keep it a little more interesting. <laughs> I you know? should. I'm now inspired to have a little, little more interesting <laughs> life. <laughs> Well, no. But, but but the intercession is the most important part. I mean, that that yeah. is what we need most. I mean, I could get by here a uh, car tomorrow and won't care about walking across the street again. But yeah. intercession before our Lord's throne is is the big thing. So, yeah. Well, and the what I was telling Father Matt Book, one of our fellow companions, is that when the guardian angel is has a satisfaction when next to him is now the soul of the person who's able to look upon the face of the mm-hmm. heavenly Father and intercede with him for others, like, for all of eternity. Right. So. Right. Yeah. And that, that's got to be, obviously, their greatest pride. I was and, saying. And their desire that we would participate yeah. in that with them. Yeah. I was at the ordination of a couple of Ukrainian Catholic priests uh, yesterday, the day before, when I was in Cleveland. And uh, mm-hmm. and they, uh, Father Bogdan Dinelo, the, the Ukrainian bishop of, of Parma, said, and I was in Ohio for Victoria Olson's entrance. So it was like, I was just on cloud nine anyway. And he Congrats. says, you know, thank you. And he says, you know, it was to her, not you. I th- <laughs> hey. <laughs> and so he says, he says during his homily, he says, you know, our Lord will, will look at us at the final judgment and say, you know, what have you done with the life I gave you? But he says even more so he'll say, what have you done with the lives of those that I sent to you yeah. to care for. That that that's in a sense what the guardian angels are given. They're given the responsibility of being, you know, uh, what have you done with the life that I gave you? But it's the same thing with us on here on earth. And I was like, I was just swelling with like pride and probably like a little bit of arrogance. I was like, I've given a discerning nun to the yeah. church. I, I mean, I'm not her parents. You know, they they did the same thing. The every parishioner at our parish did the same thing. But like as her pastor, as her spiritual father, like. I've somehow facilitated in God's movement to her towards a convent, which is like made my heart absolutely leap for joy when he said that. I was like, I need to do more, of course, but yeah, there was something about that. And to, for a guardian angel to have us join them, beholding the face of God, I like that. Amen. Yeah, yeah. You can't live a. You, there's no way your angel's bored out of his mind. You're continually offering the sacrifice of the mass. Yeah. So, True. like, I mean, it's not like his is a fry cook. There, you know, it's like, hey, what's your guy do? No, I just watched my guy like pick belly lint out of himself and like play his Xbox. What is your, what does your guy do? Oh, he celebrates divine liturgy. Oh, I guess that's pretty cool. So Although. this is this is the section from Ludwig Ott. Um, this is, I mean, not not setting this up as 
as a as you know the trump card to the catechism but you know in part this helps according to the general teaching of the theologians however not only every baptized person but every human being including unbelievers has his own special guardian angel from his birth this view is biblically founded on the words of our lord matthew 18 10 and and then he goes into tradition St. Basil, with reference to Matthew 18.10, teaches, Every one of his faithful has an angel standing at his side as educator and guide, directing his life. According to the testimony of St. Gregory the Wonderworker and of St. Jerome, every person has from his birth his own special value, his own special guardian angel. St. Jerome comments on Matthew 18.10, How great is the value of the soul that every single person has from birth received an angel for his protection. Hmm. And then the other passage that it references is, Acts twelve fifteen, it is his meaning Peter's angel. I don't know where that is. But. Hmm. The last thing I want to mention is, um, and I mentioned this in the in the homily the other day, um, and and it said it again in here. Every person, even unbelievers, are given a guardian angel. Um, so, what's the what's the task of the guardian angel? It's to guard and hopefully to intercede, as we said for that person but what does one what does that angel do if that person's life is cut short like they have an accident what happens if that person turns to like wickedness or mm-hmm. evil or like real serious like separation from god um what is that angel uh doing if that person runs the risk of of hell you know because even when we turn our back on the Lord um, and we have separated ourselves from him, meaning we're, we're in such depravity that we have fallen from grace, we still have God's creature, his angel, to lead us and to guide us and hopefully to intercede for us. Um, in part, like the reason why I thought about this was because um, I was really really saddened by what happened in Oregon. Um, And just the, the sadness that yet again, in our own time, we have people who are turning against one another. And it was probably made even more graphic by the, by the nature of his questioning. You know, do you believe in God? You know, are you a Christian? But then also like he asked, um, are you ready to see your see your God face to face? Yeah. Like, did you see that? That was in the I did. That, that was in the news. Yeah. Like that that he asked that question. And I was like, but that's what the angel does. Yeah. The angel looks upon the face of the Father face to face, like is look beholding him. And when we die, we are going to be doing that with our guardian angel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we'll I we'll either be terrified, yeah. you know, that we are seeing God and um we never really chose him in this life. And we knew him, but didn't choose him, um, or we'll be totally shocked and delighted that this is the person who has, th- this is the God that has kind of guided my life, and this is the angel that's guided my life yeah. and interceded for me. You know, it's, it's beautiful because we, we Catholics, of course, understand the role of intercession because we intercede for each other here on earth, like we pray for people to God here on earth Mm -hmm. that continues. We know as Catholics after we die. So we pray to the saints because they are human beings who are in heaven interceding the throne of God. The angels, I think, you know, with our art and things like that, we've kind of almost limited them in, in, in their power. 
and the, the, the fact that they are so close to God, but God created them, allowed them to make the decision to be demons or good angels. They just had to be good angels. They're the throne of God. Like, I, I should be, I should be talking. I should be asking my my guardian angel for intercession. I, I should have that conversation going on. I know that when I was in college, we read about Saint Gemma Galgani that she actually spoke with her guardian angel. Now, me, and my buddies thought she was like the most beautiful <laughs> saint there was. Yeah, yeah. So we, we'd call upon her for everything just because she was so pretty. But but she 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 would talk to her guardian angel. I need to look back up those those conversations that she wrote about in her diary. But like, you know, do we do that? I mean, I know there are, I grew up with, in Roman Catholic and I grew up, you know, angel of God, my guardian dear, yeah. to whom God's love comes to me here ever, ever this day, be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule and guide, right? Yeah, that's it. And like, I mean, I, I stopped doing that at some point. I don't know why, but um, shout out John Leyendecker, uh, one of my Facebook buddies and I, Facebook buddies, my gosh, that's horrible. One of our friends. One of our friends. I know him so well. I just called Congrats him Congrats on buddy. your new babe. Yes. Exa- number, I should know this, number six, right? Clement six. Pro. Clement, God bless. I, I love the fact that he, uh, he 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 breathes with both lungs. So he names his at least his latter children both a Byzantine, more Byzantine, and a, and a Roman name. So I think it's Pio, isn't it, or is it Pro? Oh, really? I only saw it on Facebook. I thought it was Pio because he was born on on Padre Pio's. So. Oh, I I yeah. I think I read the text wrong. Okay. Then. Anyway, I, I'll have to look it up too. But 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 John Lyon Decker posted on his Facebook page. That's why I said Facebook. Facebook. Um, wonderful family, John and Lisa Lyon Decker. Um, Guardian, this is he posts in honor of the feast in the Latin Church. This is the Byzantine guardian angel prayer. So I didn't know this, so I'm actually going to read it. Oh. Guardian angel, protector of my soul and body, to your care I have been entrusted by Christ. Obtain for me the forgiveness of the sins committed by me this day, and protect me from the snares of my enemies, that I may never more offend God by my sin. Pray for me, your sinful and unworthy servant, that through your help I may become worthy of the grace and the mercy of the Most Holy Trinity and the Mother of our Lord God, Jesus Christ, with all the saints. Amen. Wow. So yeah, that was it was awesome to see that that there are these traditions of prayers to the guardian angels that we do not want to lose because they are it's almost humbling, like I know the guardian angels are outside of space and time in a sense, but there's like how much attention they pay to us and how little attention we pay to them. Like, can you imagine anybody in your real life, like, if you paid as much attention to them as as the guardian angels do to us, and then they just, like, <laughs> they rarely, if ever, respond yeah. to that attention? Yeah. You know, that there's something heroic. I mean, again, they're a different, different plane of existence, but that there's certainly we should be making sure that we we taught, we we ask our guardian angels, you know, we, we, we involve them in the conversation about intercession at the throne of God. Yeah. So I like these prayers. There, there's the beautiful Roman one. There's the beautiful Byzantine one I just mentioned. Um, so yeah, make sure you know at least one prayer to your guardian angel. Yeah, and then they're they are messengers. You know, mm-hmm. like that's what their name means, Angelus. Um, so um, that was part of the reason why I was talking about the Oregon uh, situation is that and Padre Pio, which you are correct, John Leindecker it was did Pio, okay. it was Pio. Um, I just looked it up. So congrats. Um, we can send our angels to other persons um, as messengers. Hmm. And so um, the people who have lost loved ones there have their own angels. Uh, the shooter had his own angel. Hmm. Um, the um, the family of the victims and the classmates and wherever, they all have that. So like we can run our own kind of courier service hmm. of kind of best wishes and condolences and... Hopefully, like, 
that we have interceded for them before God, that this event might be one of grace and of mercy and of forgiveness and of hope and not of um, this, that it would be sheer kind of uh, chaos and why did this happen? There's no explanation, whatever. Um, But that God will use it for his greater glory. So uh, we pray for that that community and ask that um, through the intercession of the angels, they might experience um, uh, all the good and that God wishes to bring from this, even out of the midst of a a very dark and sad place. So, so, yeah. All right. Real quick, the uh, we, we have in our Byzantine baptism service. In, oh, yeah. During the excommunication. I'm not excommunication. <laughs> that's horrible. Uh, during the, um, oh, my, what am I thinking of? The uh, exorcism portion. It's just long and beautiful. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exorcism. And not excommunication. During the exorcism. <laughs> Same route. Uh, during the <laughs> exorcism portion where, where the child at their baptism, at that portion of it is actually the, the giving of the guardian angel is acknowledged. Yes. The same thing is done when we, as odd as this sounds, to a vehicle. So when we bless a vehicle, uh, a guardian angel is assigned to that vehicle through the blessing. So there very much is a is a understanding of the vehicle's purpose is to is to primarily protect and transport someone beloved by God. Mm-hmm. And so that is worthy of getting an angel. Like an angel is 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 taking care of that vehicle because that vehicle is taking care of the humans inside of it. And so the, this is kind of the the overwhelming care that God has for us. He wouldn't only assign us a guardian angel in the prayer he assigns the the inanimate objects that 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 somehow can influence our life like a vehicle can yeah. he assigns a guardian angel I mean that, that, that's the overwhelming love of God uh, that that, okay. that it, it gets that specific so a quick story my friend January I got now January Donovan uh, shout out she was a buddy of mine in college a really close friend of mine we get incredibly lost in Poland one time she got kicked off a train anyway long story but but we got really lost in Poland and so it was like three in the morning we went we were trying to go to the the, she's a Filipino like trying to go to the Filipino um I'm thinking um, church terms here, but um, the, I'm thinking tribunal, but it's the um, consulate. Thank you, the consulate, uh, the Philippine consulate in Poland to get to get a visa so she could cross the Czech Republic with me, et cetera. So we didn't end up getting it. And that night, it was like three in the morning. It was starting to get cold. We went to one hotel. It was way too expensive. We need to stay the night. So we were looking for a hostel. We couldn't find one anywhere. And so she pauses and she says to me, let's just pray to my guardian angel real quick. I said, Absolutely. Here we are lost in Poland. It's getting cold. It's getting dangerous. And we can't find a place to stay. So she says, my guardian angel's name is Gabriel. And I was like, okay, well, we, we, so we pray to Gabriel. She somehow knew this had revealed to her that his name was Gabriel. So we're, we're praying to Gabriel. And then we start back off again. We walk around a corner and it's this massive sign that all it says is Gabriel and an arrow pointing left. <laughs> like, like, 30 seconds after we're done praying. Wow. So we turn left at that point. We walk down and there's this big green sign that says hostel. We walk in there. It's like six bucks a night for each of us to get a room. And so we each get a room for six bucks and we were able to stay the night. It was just, it was the most beautiful guardian angel moment. Worth like she, it. she had so much faith and it's like this, this innocence and sincerity. Like, why haven't we called upon our guardian angels yet? Like we're, 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 we're stuck in this situation. So she does an immediate, like overwhelmingly beautiful, miraculous results come from it. And we stayed that night. We got up in the morning. Anyway, it was just a beautiful trip with this beautiful woman. And it was, it was amazing to, to have her. So like 
aware of the fact that we have this intimate and exclusive relationship with a guardian angel that we can be in touch with whenever we need to. Yeah. So thanks, January, for that. There you go. Appreciate it. All right. So shout outs. I want to acknowledge a very delightful person that came to visit me from Palmer, Alaska. Oh, I've been to Palmer, Alaska. Shut up. We have, we have a Byzantine outreach there. What? We do. Whoever you're shouting at, go to the Byzantine outreach in Palmer, Alaska. Holy. Palmer Wasilla. Yeah, we, we have a parish in Anchorage and then an outreach in Palmer. Holy kittens. Father Michael Seaton, wonderful man. Yeah, go see him. Yeah, so this lady, Cindy, came. She was in town to go to the federal center for her job. You know, we have a big kind of uh, federal building here in Colorado. Um, and uh, she came down and she was like, well, I, I might be able to make mass. As it turns out, she was. And then I, it was 630 in the morning and I I wasn't going to greet people after mass. But I was just like, you know what, Nathan, like you need to do this. You need to say hello, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden this lady comes and she's like, I'm here from Palmer, Alaska. Anytime you want to come up, we would love to have you. And I was like, awesome. are you freaking serious? I would love to see Alaska. That is a and now that there's a the Byzantine outreach, there is. that means that I should get faculties <laughs> so that I can celebrate Are you listening, them. Archbishop Aquila? Are you listening? <laughs> are you not entertained? <laughs> All right. So, Cindy, thanks for, uh, thanks for everything. And uh, maybe Father Michael and I will see you soon. That would be awesome. Yeah. Alaska is so beautiful. Oh. I would only complain a little bit if I get sent there. I was up there as a deacon. What a beautiful place. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, Shout-outs from email and Facebook. Young Adults of Holy Trinity Church in Gainesville, Virginia. What, what? Yeah. Gainesville, Virginia. Young Adults. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Elise Dirks-Jacks and Carolyn Walker. You guys are traveling the world to learn end-of-life care. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for your ministry. And uh, that's from Gracie. Uh, I'm guessing your friend. Courtney Fell uh, runs Waterboys Skate and Surf Shop in Pensacola, Florida. Waterboys. Waterboys. B-O-Y-Z. Skate and Surf Shop in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, so shout out to Courtney. Sponsored in part by Waterboys. B-O-Y-Z. We don't need sponsors. We just need to shout out to people that love us. We love them back. All right. Waterboy Skate and Surf Shop. We don't really do surfing here, but we do. Do you skate, Father Nathan? Not really. I tried a couple times. Yeah. Send us some stickers. I'd love to put some Waterboy stickers on my computer or something like that. All right. Courtney Waterboys. All right. All, all listeners in both South Dakota dioceses, Sioux Falls and Rapid City. That's uh, three. There's to- three people. <laughs> Tony Schmidt sent an email. Uh, you may not feel it, but you are connected to us here in South Dakota. All three listeners, all three people in South Dakota. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you, South Dakota, for listening. I appreciate it. My, my, my sister and, and brother-in-law are, uh, are focused missionaries up in North Dakota. That's not even close, but it's my only connection. <laughs> no, that's actually how South Dakota should be referred as. It's close to North Dakota. That's what makes it great. <laughs> All right. And uh, finally, <laughs> Philip Eubank and his beautiful white, new wife, Suze, living in New Orleans, listen while driving to and from work offshore. Oh, wow. Yeah, New Orleans. I've been in New Orleans. That I do. I, FYI, place. I do love South Dakota. There used to be a Benedictine <laughs> monastery over there. And one of my, my first disciple, Anthony Christensen, uh, who I don't even know listens to this podcast, Anthony Christensen, he's a foreign focus missionary. 
he was a student at North Dakota State. He was from Alexandria. So. Nice. Oh, okay. So there you go, to South Dakota. So Philip Eubank and uh, beautiful new wife Susan Eubank, uh, Suze Eubank. I, I read Suze on here, S-U-Z, and I think it's really funny because I have a friend who's from New Orleans, but her husband's from, um, she's from uh, St. Louis, but her husband's from New Orleans, and her husband's father kept on calling the newborn baby sugar. And she hated it. She hated that her father-in-law called her baby Sugar. sugar. And she was like venting to me about this. And and she's like, oh, I, I, I don't like that name Sugar. And I was like, and we, I was there visiting them for, I was going to baptize their baby. And I was like, well, if I baptize your baby Sugar, you have to call your baby Sugar. Oh my gosh. I can see the vein in her forehead. Like, <laughs> you better not baptize my baby's name, my baby Sugar. Anyway, good New Orleans reference, calling every baby Sugar, which I like. It's kind of cool. So God bless you, Philip, and, and new wife, Suze. All right. Um, actually, shout out to all the spirituality year guys from uh, St. John Vianney, who you preach to. You and I both preach That's to on right. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Anybody at St. John Vianney, but especially spirituality year guys. I know we got a lot, a lot of listeners there because they couldn't get over the fact that you were preaching. They had massive grins on their face because they're listeners. They, uh, they also said, well, we tried for years to get a shout out from you and John, but then all we did was email Father Michael and we got not only a shout out, but something else. Extra love. Wow. Yeah. I think that, I think that's when I texted you guys when before I was on it. I was like, guys, give a shout out to these two guys. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then John did it. Okay. And they got extra love. So yeah. God bless you guys. Discern well. Persevere. That's right. God bless you. All right, we're done, folks. Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. We'll see you next week. You can say goodbye. Bye. Love you. God bless.